0: again wrestling fans and welcome to episode number 19 of this week in history my name is sean i'm your host here from london ontario we're recording this on a sunday it's kind of chilly here in london but uh jonesy's going to be moving uh soon so we're going to try and stockpile some of these shows up so that we don't miss a week and we keep on track of everything just want to remind you that you're watching us on youtube or facebook and we want to thank you for doing so we're also available on audio versions on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else you get your podcast from. We are proud partners with the Johnners Podcasting Network in the UK, along with the Ontario Independent Podcast Network here in Ontario. We are supported by CoolBet, and so you can remember to stay cool and play responsibly. And they are also the sponsors of our Scumbags Prediction League, where you can win this championship uh, title. Be sure to go to our website, scumbagswrestling.ca, that's on your screen right now, to find out how you can be a part of the prediction tournament. We've already done WrestleMania, and we've done Impact Wrestling's Rebellion. Our next one is going to be, uh, I believe, WrestleMania Backlash on May 16th, followed by AEW's double or nothing on may 30th so that i think clears up a lot of our uh, maintenance on that end of things oh one other thing before we bring in jonesy is to make sure that you uh go to our uh, store uh pro wrestling tees uh prowrestlingtees.com slash scumbagswrestling and you can buy one of our t-shirts regardless of which t-shirt you buy you're going to support a little boy that needs uh, support uh, with recovery and research uh, The three logo t-shirts will support Giordino's recovery for the month of April and May And the comic uh, style for the indie, Ontario indie uh, style comic book Will still and always uh, support Stephen's Wrestling Journey and Stephen Spice In the uh, search for carry malformation In uh, Toronto Sick Hospital so now that that's all done, I'm going to bring in Jonesy, who is still in Niagara Falls at the moment. Like I heard that you're coming down to London this week. How are you?
1: I'm supposed to, to do some packing and throw a whole bunch of stuff out. Um, you know, go through a house. Lots of fun stuff.
0: Well, sounds exciting. So we might be able to get one more episode in uh, as well if, for that, depending on what your schedule is like. But yeah, we're definitely going to try and stockpile up because as you uh, people who are watching right now can see behind you, you're in the process of moving from your apartment in Niagara.
1: So I am. I'm in a holding pattern. I've got all the stuff I don't use on an everyday basis, it's all packed up, and I'm just ready for the your your new place is ready. And then we'll wham out.
0: Uh, and you've already sent me uh, the next two weeks' uh, worth of uh, uh, history notes. I've found all the uh, pictures that need to go with that. I just need to upload them into our uh, format here, and so we'll be ready to go whenever scheduling allows. But, yeah, so we will not miss another episode of this, and we'll also still be able to do a fantasy warfare tournament along the way. But it is history time. So when you're ready. It is it. history
1: time. And most uh, any other history would put you to sleep. But because it's about wrestling, that's why we like it. So starting with April 23rd, 42 years ago in Greensboro, Paul Jones and Ricky Steamboat defeated the mass superstar in Ken Patera to win the vacated NWA World Tag Team Championship.
0: That's some pretty blue leather that they used. Yeah, I don't know if I like the,
1: the color. I like the side of the belt. That's nice. It's like open. Uh, right. 33 years ago, also in Greensboro, Sting and Lex Luger defeated Tolly Blanchard and Arn Anderson to win the last Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup Tag Team Tournament. The tournament would end when Turner bought JCP months later. 31 years ago in Austin, Texas, Mr. Perfect. Defeated Tito Santana in a tournament final to win the vacated WWF IC belt.
0: I remember that tournament well because uh, I was watching Superstars. I might even have uh, the matches uh, that were recorded on uh, VHS uh, somewhere hidden in my parents' basement. And oh. uh, yeah. I remember that tournament and watching Superstars and also Wrestling Challenge uh, for this culmination and seeing uh, T.O. Santana uh, and Mr. Perfect in the finals with uh, Perfect picking up the victory. I was kind of disappointed, but also happy at the same time because Hennig seems to have this aura of him where he was a heel, but he was a heel that you liked without being one of those cool heels that eventually you would end up encountering all the time with guys like Scott Hall and Kevin Nash.
1: He was the ultimate jock, but he didn't, except for, <laughs> okay, he was a little bit of a sleaze bag when it came to WrestleMania 8 and Liz and all that stuff, but, you
0: know. <laughs> yeah, but at that time, it was uh, the vignettes. Well, he got influenced by Ric Flair. To come in uh, to the uh, WWE uh, were just awesome. because I wish they would do that in a way more. So uh, nowadays, you don't see those personality things where guys had between six and 13 weeks of vignettes so when they came in poof you knew who they were you had those for Mr. Perfect, Razor Moon, there was Carlito, Jeff Jarrett and all those others that you would have great promos for and get a sense of their personality and be able to connect with them, whether you want to like them or hate them. Dusty Rhodes had them with all his American dream, uh, common man jobs. Yes. You Uh, you know
1: what? I do do miss that stuff. I also miss, um, um, beginning of a match when the, their logos would come in and everything. I thought it was a nice presentation where the kind of the way they, they do it now, it takes too damn long. And it's, I mean. It's still fantastic. It's much better entrances nowadays, but I mean, as far as um, what was on the screen, the little vignettes of you know someone um, uh, talking about a match that they're going to have later on with them, and
0: yeah, I, I like the uh, old Saturday main event format uh, for that. And had things uh, been able to pull off for uh, Midwestern Wrestling's second show, I was going to try and help. Uh, record uh, like I did the first show and uh, theme it like how Saturday's main event were, where the uh, promos beforehand and stuff like that, which would be yep. awesome. That but. theme is going in my head right now. Moving
1: on, 16 years ago, we all learned how much WCW cost the WWE through a press release 6.6 million. That's a pretty good price. That included all the expenses from beginning to end of the whole process that took about five years.
0: Yeah, I 15. think the library was like $2.5 and then the rest was all investment in advertising and stuff like that over five years on Turner.
1: Yeah, and I did include, I believe, all their legal fees and everything. So, yeah, it, uh, it's funny. Sometimes when you buy something, it costs a lot more to legally own it. 15 years ago, TNA, yep, I'm on the right one, TNA locked down with every match on the show inside a steel cage. Samoa Joe defeated Sabu to retain the TNA X-Division Championship. Christian Cage defeated Abyss to retain the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Team 3D defeated Team Canada, Bobby Roode, Eric Young, and A1 in an anthem match. The winning team got to sing their country's national anthem. woo Sting's warrior, Sting AJ Styles, Ron, the Truth Killings, and Rhino defeated Jarrett's army consisting of, of course, Jarrett, Steiner, America's Most Wanted, Chris Harris, and James Storm via submission in the Lethal Lockdown match. 14 years ago on Raw from London, England, Raw produced one of its best matches, Shawn Michaels defeated WWE Champion John Cena in a non-title match. The contest lasted almost an hour and has been voted Best Raw Match Ever twice by the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Nine years ago on Raw from Detroit, Nikki Bella defeated Beth Phoenix in a Lumberjill match to win the WWE Divas Championship. This made the Bella Twins the first sisters to hold the Diva Championship. Today would have been the 60th birthday of Terry Ray Gordy, a.k.a. Terry Gordy. He was born in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Gordy would become known along with Michael Hayes and later Buddy Roberts as he formed the fabulous Freebirds. The Freebirds would have classic matches and feuds, most famously with the Von Erics. On July 16, 2001, Gordy died of a heart attack. He would go into many Halls of Fame, including Southwestern, uh, Southwestern Wrestling uh, and Texas Wrestling Halls of Fame in 2014, the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame in 2015, and the WWE Hall of Fame in 2016.
0: Yeah, a lot of people uh, probably don't realize that, uh, and it's one of the notes that you uh, did take out of this, but he was the executioner. Uh, when Mankind was feuding with Undertaker, and uh, he was managed by Paul Bear, uh, lasted a little bit of time, was part of the uh, Bear to match, uh, that they had uh, back at In 11. And by unfortunately, he didn't last long. I'm not sure if it's uh, was health uh, that kept him away from that, but or he just wasn't getting over or wasn't into it, but um, uh, he didn't last too long in that uh sort of last run in a uh, major organization.
1: Yeah, yeah, some of those guys that uh, at least I forgot was even, I didn't even know it was Gordy until later. I, Because um, really, I don't remember the executioner. I remember when I think of that match, but I don't remember him anywhere else.
0: Well, they had some the- executioners anyways, because I think one of the executioners at WrestleMania against Tito Santana was Playboy Buddy Rose. So wow. it was an interchangeable uh, <laughs> character. You just give him a mask, and where you go? Much like a doink.
1: Yes, yes, much like a doink. Uh, that'd be a great shirt. Uh, 39 years ago, AWA President Stanley Blackburn officially strips Hulk Hogan of the AWA World Heavyweight Championship and his win erased from the record books due to using a foreign object, the same object that Bobby Heenan used on Hogan earlier in the match. 34 years ago, returning, Ken Patera returns to the WWF and picks up his first win since serving two years in prison for property damage at a McDonald's and assaulting a police officer.
0: Amr. Yeah. Not sure anybody would be serving two years in jail uh, now for throwing something through a window at a McDonald's. Uh Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> someone else was involved
1: with that with him, and I can't remember who did.
0: Yeah, we talked about it uh, on one of the other episodes. Uh, I think he was a Japanese uh, wrestler with them, but just yeah, I can't imagine a McDonald's being closed or not being able to serve, and somebody being angry and throwing something through a window like what happened with Patera. With Patera, something maybe it had something to do, to do with
1: their uh, them. Sunday machine, not working. Yeah,
0: two years in jail.
1: Hey, he's not the biggest scumbag in in, in wrestling, I'll tell you. That's true. 32 years ago, Big Van Vader defeated Shinya Hashimoto to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship in the Tokyo Dome at Superpowers Clash. Hushin Thunder Liger, also on that uh, card, made his debut at the show, defeating Kuninaki Kobayashi. 31 years ago at a WWF television taping in San Diego, in a semi-final match for the IC belt, Rick Martel and Rowdy Piper fought to a double DQ, thus making Mr. Perfect the winner of the tournament and new IC champ. 27 years ago at a WCW Saturday Night Taping, Ric Flair defeated Ricky Steamboat to win the WCW World Heavyweight Championship at a WCW Saturday Night Taping. This was a rematch of the DBL. Oh, the double. (laughs) Geez, I messed up my own short form. This was a rematch of the double pin result at a spring stampede between Flair and Steamboat. 21 years ago, on a WCW Monday Nitro, Diamond Dallas Page defeated Jeff Jarrett in a steel cage match to win the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. 16 years ago, TNA presented the very first lockdown event where every match is in a steel cage. The show was the final event for Chris Candido before his sudden passing less than a week later. During during the opening match, Candido suffered a dislocated ankle broken tibia, and broken fibula after taking a drop kick and landing on his leg awkwardly. Two days later, he had an operation on his ankle and a plate, screws, and pins were placed in his ankle. Three days later, after the surgery, Candido collapsed and was rushed to a hospital where he was pronounced dead a short time later. The death was due to a blood clot from the surgery. No titles would change on the card.
0: And we'll talk about Chris Candido in just a couple of... Uh, moments uh, on the day that he passed away. So you'll learn yes. more about Chris at that time.
1: April 25th, 41 years ago, both the WWF and NWA world heavyweight championship were defended in St. Louis, Missouri. WWF champion Bob Backlund defeated bulldog, bulldog, Bob Brown to retain NWA world champion, Harley race successfully defended against Ric Flair As well, Ken Pratera defeated Kevin Von Erich to win the NWA Missouri Championship. 32 years ago, WWF taped the 21st edition of Saturday Night's Main Event from Iowa, airing May 27th. King Hacksaw Jim Duggan defeated Ravishing Rick Rude by Countout in a WWF-IC match. After being attacked by Zeus, Hulk Hogan defeated the Big Boss Man in a steel cage match to retain the WWF Championship, and I don't think I've ever seen that match. The Brainbusters Iron and Tully uh, defeated Demolition Ax and Smash by DQ in the WWF Tag Team
0: Championship match. I actually kind of remember this Saturday night main event as one that I wanted to go back and see, and now that I know which number it was and can go back and see it, but I remember it um, because it was one of those Saturday nights events that I actually as a kid stayed up or snuck up to watch later. I had a TV in my room, but I'm not sure if I was fully uh, watching uh, wrestling without my family going, oh, ignore that or whatever. It might have been actually, but because of the late uh, late night it was... uh, had to have the TV on in my room, very low, and watching it, and trying to cover up any glow because I was supposed to be a in bed and get up early on Sunday. And it's like, yeah, whatever. And but yeah, see, I definitely see, remember Zeus. Said see they, people. A
1: yeah. lot of a lot of people would 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 uh, c- try to cover up watching something bad, you know, porn or something. But you had to do it with wrestling.
0: Yeah, that's pretty bad. But oh, the he, hard
1: the hardships of having
0: to uh, uh, be wrestling fan. Yep. but oh. I do remember the Zeus uh, blocking Hogan, and then the Bossman match, and yeah, uh, pretty good.
1: Awesome! I love Zeus's look. Twenty two years ago, WWF presented the Last in Your House number twenty eight backlash. L Snow defeated Hardcore Holly to win the WWF Hardcore Championship. Mankind defeated the Big Show in a broiler room brawl. Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated The Rock in a no-holds-barred match to retain the WWF Championship. Earl Hebner counted the fall, even though Shane was the special guest referee. 21 years ago, at a SmackDown taping, Dean Malenko defeated Scotty Duhani to win the WWF Light Heavyweight Championship. Crash Holly defeated Matt Hardy to win the WWF Hardcore Championship. After returning Stone Cold out uh, from a neck injury in November, returns and destroys the DX Express by dropping a steel beam on it and causing the must to blow up. Too like bad that didn't happen to the Lex Express.
0: They might have used the Lex Express just without the decals. Yeah, true.
1: I'm not sure why it's exploding, but hey, um,
0: Everything it's explodes
1: in, in wrestling. 21 years ago at a WCW Thunder taping in Syracuse, David Arquette shocks the wrestling world by becoming the WCW World Heavyweight Champion after making the pin in a tag match where DDP's title was on the line. Fans were not impressed as the next week's Nitro went down by some 600,000 viewers. Slamboree sales died and the movie Ready to Rumble crapped out completely. However, the bright side is David Arquette donated his championship earnings to the families of Darren Drozdov, who was paralyzed in 99, along with Brian Pillman's family and Owen Hart's.
0: And uh, you get a chance if you, I believe, I'm trying to remember if it's Netflix or Prime. I think it's Netflix. If you uh, find David Arquette, you cannot kill David Arquette. It is a uh, documentary that came out, I'm going to say about a year ago. Uh, and I uh, watched it, and he lives with regret about how he was trashed by wrestling fans for not deserving the championship. Meanwhile, it was an idea by Tony Giovanni backstage. Uh, if you ever listened to Tony Giovanni's What Happened One show with Conrad, but he's the one who just went, what if we put it on him? And they went, okay. But he was just a wrestling fan. He was out there promoting his movie, and they put the belt on him, and just everything that went on that way. And watching uh, "You Can't Kill David Arquette," uh, that um, documentary movie that you did, you see him go back to roots and learn from DDP, going to uh, japan uh, no, sorry, Japan, uh, Mexico—and wrestling in the streets with these guys uh, and earning respect and building his way up. And doing all these matches and you find out all the health issues that he has. He basically uh, did everything to earn people's respect of what he did not get from before. So if you ever watch it, it's uh, a worthy uh, couple hours to uh, take in and uh, see uh, how much passion he has for the business.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of people out there that do respect him for what he is uh, what he's uh, overcome over the years, and not just the, the wrestling, so many other things. 21 years ago, Randy Orton makes his WWF television debut with a win over Hardcore Holly at a SmackDown taping, Poor Hardcore. 11 years ago, WWE presented Extreme Rules. Sheamus defeated Triple H in a street fight. Beth Phoenix defeated Michelle McCool in an Extreme Makeover match to win the WWE Women's Championship. Edge defeated Chris Jericho in a steel cage match, and John Cena defeated Batista in a last-man-standing match to retain the WWE Championship. Ten years ago, WWE presented the 2011 WWE Draft on a special edition of Raw. This would be the last draft until the brands would split again in 2016. John Cena would be traded twice, landing back on Raw. Also, to Raw was Mysterio, Big Show and Alberto de Jerko. <laughs> to SmackDown was Ramey Orton, Mark Henry, and Sin Cara. Seven years ago, WWE superfan Connor McGalick uh, died of complications from brain and spinal cancer. He was just eight years old. Connor would receive the very first Warrior Award in 2015, which was accepted by his father, Steve, and brother, Jackson. April 26, 45 years ago, in New York City, Stan Hansen breaks San Martino's neck during their WWF Championship match. The match was stopped by the referee due to excessive bleeding. San San Martino would uh, retain, but at a price. Hansen would go on to claim his clothesline broke Hansen's neck. When in reality, it was a botched body slam that did the damage. 33 years ago, at a NWA Worldwide Wrestling taping in Chattanooga, the Fantastics' Bully Fulton and Tommy Rogers defeated the Midnight Express, Bobby Eaton, and Stan Lane to win the NWA United States Tag Team Championship. The win ends a 345-day title run for the Midnight Express. 29 years... Go ahead.
0: Those who are followers of our channel... Uh, we'll actually see our uh, latest Fantasy Warfare tournament that is all about the uh, NWA WCW US tag team uh, titles. Um, Definitely, uh, if you don't get a chance to see it when it uh, premieres live, uh, you can always go back and see it, but it does consist of 15 champions only. Uh, It's a weird uh, thing that the titles only had uh, 15 uh, winners before they were deactivated.
1: When you can't do a tournament, I mean, without a buy, I don't know, is it it really important enough? (laughs) But there were some great champions in there, that's for sure.
0: That's why we're going to get to talk about the uh, lineage. Yes.
1: Uh, I am trying. I think we're at 29 years ago in Philly, John Hotbody defeated Jimmy Snuka to win the ECW Heavyweight Championship, which was one day after Snuka won it. 29 years ago, Sid Justice would wrestle his last match for a while in the WWF as he started his suspension for failing a drug test just before WrestleMania 8. His last match was a loss to Warrior, poor guy, he would end up leaving for WCW until his return in '95. Twenty-seven years ago, AAA presented Triple Mania 2, Part A from Mexico. Triple Mania at this time was a series of events until '97. Rey Mysterio and Rey Mysterio Jr. in winners defeated. Oh, in winners defeated. That doesn't make sense. I guess the guy's named Winners. That's weird. Defeated Los Disconstructors. (laughs) Uh, Tony Ars, Volcano, and Rocco Valentine. Los Pieos, Coco Rocco, Coco Verde, and Coco Armia. You know what? I'm going to have to take some Mexican to to help me pronounce these because I don't even know how to pronounce half of them. So uh, I'm just going to move to the main event. Heavy Metal defeated Jerry Estrada 2 1 in a best of three. Falls hair versus hair match. Oh, that Mexican. Wow. I do like Mexican wrestling. 27 years ago, at a Monday Night Raw taping in Vermont, Earthquake defeated Yokozuna in a sumo match. Captain Lou would lead his 15th and final tag team to the WWF Tag Team Championship. As the Head Shrinkers, Fatu and Samu defeated the Quebecers to win the WWF Tag Team Championship. Did you know that Albino guided some 13 teams to the WWF tag belts, including the Valiant Brothers, the Wild Samoans, and so forth? Uh, His teams combined for 15 championship wins, plus he himself, along with Tony Altomare, as the Sicilians. So he's got to be one of the best managers of all time right there. Just with
0: that. uh, 15 tag team titles, I believe, with 13... uh... Uh, different teams. I was looking for it and was going to make a collage, but it just became a try- uh, rabbit hole diving in, trying to find out all those teams. And yeah, I was. Yeah, and the Bulldogs are in there too um, yep. as one of the teams.
1: Twenty six years ago at a WWF taping, Bob Holly almost defeats Jeff Jarrett to win the WWF IC belt. The pin was invalid as Double J had his leg on the ropes during the pin belt would be held up as they would have a rematch later that night that match aired the next week double j would roll up holly for the win and reclaim his belt and jobber and complete dirt bag buck zoomhoff who was the first to go into a undertaker bag would lose to jean-paul levesque <laughs> who made his wwf television debut <laughs> As Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I'm seeing the picture. Wow. Uh, Helmsley's finisher was a diamond cutter that night. Uh, The reason why Buck Zumoff is a complete dirtbag is he was sentenced to 25 years in prison in 2014 for criminal sexual misconduct while with someone that was related to him. Uh, He had a history of sexual crimes, as in 86, he was charged and served 36 years, again in 89, involving a minor. To the bad, um, uh, the Undertaker didn't stuff him a little deeper into that body bag.
0: Yep, that's... I remember seeing him in the AWA, uh, especially with the picture on the right-hand side. Uh, that is,
1: that's like a poster of, kids, this is what happens side. when you're a dirt bag.
0: Yeah, because the left-hand side, when he was in the AWA, he had the boombox with him. He didn't have the bo- boombox with him with uh, WWF because he was a jobber. And then, of course, on the right-hand side, you see his mugshot, and he almost looks like uh, uh, Mickey Rourke did in uh, *The Wrestler* as Randy the Ram.
1: Yeah, or oh, I was thinking he's—he's <laughs> he's a white Johnny B. Bad.
0: <laughs> in the one side, yeah.
1: Twenty-three years ago, WW presented *In Your House 21: Unforgiven* from Greensboro Coliseum. Uh, Farouk, Ken Shamrock, and Steve Blackman defeated The Nation, The Rock, D'Lo Brown, and Mark Henry. The New Age Outlaws Road Dogg, and Billy Gunn defeated Legion of Doom 2000, Animal and Hawk, to retain the WWF Tag Team Championship. The Undertaker defeated Kane in an Inferno match, and Dude Love defeated Stone Cold Steve Austin by DQ in a WWF Championship match. 22 years ago, on WCW Monday Nitro, Sting defeated Diamond Dallas Page to win the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. But wait, later that night, he loses it in the fatal four-way with Nash and Goldberg, with DDP reclaiming the belt. And Rey Mysterio Jr. defeated Psychosis to win the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. 12 years ago, WWE presented Backlash. Christian defeated Jack Swagger to win the ECW championship. Chris Jericho defeated Ricky Steamboat. Jeff Hardy defeated Matt Hardy in an I Quit match. Santina Morella defeated Beth Phoenix. Legacy defeated Triple H, uh, Batista, and Shane McMahon. As Orton got the winning fall in the match, he won the WWE championship. And Edge defeated John Cena in the last man standing match to win the World Heavyweight Championship. 11 years ago, WWE presented the 2010 draft on a special edition of Raw. The Heart Dynasty defeated Show Miz to win the WWE Unified Tag Team Championship. Team Raw MVP Henry DiBiase, Santino Morella, and Yoshi Tatsu defeated Team SmackDown, which was Kane, Rey Mysterio, R Truth, Drew McIntyre, and Shad Gaspard. After this, you can tell us who the heck Chad Gaspard is. Uh, 5-3 in a team battle royal to win the three draft picks for Raw. I wasn't watching uh, wrestling at this time. Uh, Batista defeated Randy Orton and Sheamus in a triple threat match to become number one uh, contender for the WWE Championship. The draft picks for the night saw two Raw was John Morrison, R-Truth, Edge, and Jericho, and the SmackDown, Kelly Kelly, Big Slow, Kofi, and Christian. And if you didn't remember, TNA Impact was up against Raw that night, with the main event seeing Abyss defeating Ric Flair in a Hall of Fame ring versus a Hall of Fame ring match. The ratings sucked, and so who who was Shad uh, Gaspard?
0: Shad Gaspard uh, was one half of the tag team Crime Time or the Neighborhoodies in the uh, uh, Independence, and um, Shad actually passed away. Uh, last year, mm. uh, when right. trying to save his uh, son, uh, drowning, uh, his son was saved, and uh, he unfortunately uh, got uh, swept out by an undertow and found a couple days later, uh, a little bit further down, uh, a lot of people were crying foul this year, though, that he was not given the Warrior Award uh, because of that, uh, so that's why his name also was coming up recently. Wow. Yeah,
1: yeah, I can definitely see that. Why uh, can't they give out two warrior awards? I, you know, I.
0: Don't... Yeah, I, I get. Well, that, I guess they but...
1: technically did, but.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, uh, he saved his son. He didn't do a lot of things community-wise where a lot of the warrior awards. Yeah, uh, but maybe an honorary
1: one that they do once yeah. a month or
0: something. They could do. They could do something for him uh, yeah. for sure. I'm not sure if the warrior word would be the appropriate thing, but yeah, he definitely. You no, know, if enough he, if, if enough people fast.
1: hashtagged it, it would happen. Yep. Seven years ago, Marshall uh, Aaron Mayer, aka Lee Marshall, dies of estrophical cancer in or F, s oh man throat cancer because I can't say it today in Santa Monica, California. He was 64. Marshall was a longtime radio announcer, including Time in Canada up in Windsor, known as King News, and appeared in the West Coast Rap All Stars video. We're all in the same gang. Uh, in wrestling, Marshall hosted AWA on ESPN for years and was the announcer at WrestleMania 2, the LA portion. In the mid to late 90s, he was a part of the WCW broadcast team. He would also decide, or sorry, he would also succeed Thoreau Ravencroft as the voice of Tony the Tiger in 2005. Uh, he would continue to do voice work, including cartoons and WoW wrestling. They're great. They are great. And you know what? The person they have doing it right now, uh, I think I could do a better Tony the Tiger. Uh, April 27th, 40 years ago in Augusta, Georgia, Tommy Rich defeated Harley Race to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. 34 years ago in Memphis, Austin Idol, with help from Tommy Rich, who hid under the ring drinking beer, good for you, uh, defeated Jerry Lawler in a hair versus hair steel cage match to win the AWA Southern Heavyweight Championship. Austin Idol guaranteed his win by agreeing to refund the Emission Gate funds if he did not win. It's a pretty good promotion. Kind of like when a team, you know, says they're not going to win, though. This way you can control it. Uh, 29 years ago, at a WCW Saturday night, Barry Windham defeated stunning Steve Austin 2-1 in a best-of-three falls match to win the WCW World Television Championship. 22 years ago, WWF taped a pilot an episode of SmackDown from the New Haven Coliseum in New Haven, Connecticut. This was intended as a one-time special. However, UPN would pick it up as a series due to the high 5.8 rating it received. The show's, this show saw the formation of the corporation. Some of the matches, The Big Show defeated Test in just 47 seconds. X-Pac and Kane defeated the New Age Outlaws, Mr. Ass, and Road Dog to retain the WWF Tag Team Championship. Ken Shime Rock defeated Bradshaw in a no-holds-barred street fight. And Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock defeated the corporate minister, ministry, The Undertaker, and Triple H. 18 years ago, WWE presented backlash. Team Engel defeated Los Guerreros uh, to retain the WWE tag team championship. Rob Van Dam and Kane defeated the Dudleys to retain the world tag team championship. And Chief Morley was the special referee. Jazz defeated Trish Stratus to win the WWE women's championship. Triple H, Jericho, Flair, all defeated Kevin Nash. Oh, Nice. Shawn Michaels, oh, there's other guys, uh, and Booker T. Goldberg defeated The Rock in the main event. 14 years ago, the first film from WWE Studios did a big belly flop at the box office with only $8.5 million. The condemned starring Stone Cold Steve Austin would, however, recoup its losses and actually make money due to the DVD sales of over $22 million that is a honking a lot from dvd sales wow
0: i actually liked this movie. It was a pretty decent uh uh concept uh for sure uh I def- yeah i have it in my uh, box full of uh, dvds uh just the concept of using the whole internet and uh, almost uh, the internet meets uh or murder in a way meets big brother because it had cameras all over the island so it was survivor
1: kind, and, kind of like uh, halloween uh, resurrection i think
0: yeah and then you heard uh <laughs> the island uh which would be survivor part and also then big brother where everything was being watched and they had to kill each other to be the last man standing you
1: no know, yeah. i'll tell you stone cold is not a bad actor i don't know if you'll ever win an uh you know uh an award for uh, acting but he is pretty good on the screen and he does have he has a presence on that screen uh, it, it's too bad that he hasn't been able to get the better movies the better scripts the better producers for his movies yeah, and, and you yeah. know it, it, would, it would be great to see a WW produced movie that had both Austin and Rock in it I think I mean mind you it could lose as much as the XFL but <laughs> uh So, 13 years ago, WWE presented Backlash from Baltimore. Matt Hardy defeated MVP to win the WWE United States Championship. The Undertaker defeated Edge to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. Triple H defeated Randy Orton, John Cena, and John Bradshaw-Layfield in a four-way match, elimination match, to win the WWE Championship. 13 years ago in Osaka, Japan... Kenji Moto defeated Shinzei Shin, Shinjuke, that's better, than Nakamura to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. You know, normally I can say nothing more, no problem, just like that, but when I'm reading on this, you look yeah. at that spelling and it's like, oh, my brain hurts.
0: The spelling goes you off.
1: Yes. Uh, 12 years ago in Charlotte, Reed Flair would uh, face felony charges. This was due to the driving-impaired, a revoked license, and possessing heroin. This would end Ring of Honor's relationship with Reed and his father. Seven years ago, TNA presented sacrifice. The Wolves, Davey Richards and Eddie Edwards, defeated the Bros, Jesse Gold, Durs and Robbie E, and DJ Z in a no-DQ ma- handicap match to win the TNA World Tag Team Championship. Gunner defeated James Storm in an I Quit match, and Gina Love defeated Madison Rain to win the TNA Knockouts Championship. And Eric Young defeated Magnus to retain the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Six years ago, Laverne Clarence Gagne, aka Vern Gagne, passes away at the age of 89. On to April 28th, 30 years ago today, WWF taped. Saturday night's main event airing four days later on NBC. Macho Man Randy Savage defeated George Animal Steel in a lumberjack match. The British Bulldogs defeated the Heart Foundation to zip in a best of three falls match for the WWF Tag Team Championship. However, the titles did not change hands because the first fall ended in a DQ win for the Bulldogs. <laughs> That's a dumb rule. Ricky Steamboat defeated Hercules by DQ to retain the WWF-IC belt. And the Can-Am Connection, Rick Martel and Tom Zank defeated Nikolai Volkoff and the Iron Sheik. 26 years ago, WCW and New Japan co-presented the two-day event collision in Korea from North Korea. Day one had Bolnakano and Akira home. Hoguktu defeated (laughs) 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 Uh, Manimi Toyota and Mariko Yoshida. Uh, Hiroshi Haas defeated Wild Pegasus. Masahiro Chono and Hiro Sato defeated El Samurai and Tadeo Yasuda. Uh, Shinye Hashimoto fought Scott Norton to a 20-minute limit draw. For the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Wish I had more than one take on these ones. Wow. Day two, Hario Sato defeated Yuji Nagata. Wild Pegasid, Pegasus defeated two cords cold Scorpio. Mashiro Chono and Scott Norton defeated Takayuki Izuka and Akira Nogami. Uh, and Antonio Noki defeated
0: Rick Flair. Yeah, apparently this uh, one had uh, quite the uh, backstage politics and crap going on. Uh, I'd have to look into it a little bit closer, but uh, it's really bad uh, to the point where Dark Side of the Ring is dedicating a whole episode of it uh, to the uh, uh, collision in Korea. Really? Yeah. Wow. And is
1: that on the WWE network?
0: No, that's going to be this season on uh, Vice TV. No, 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 no I meant the, TV the, Canada. the, um, oh, the hit tape. Korea could be, um, on WWE network. Yes, uh, actual, oh, that. might take a look at
1: that. All right, uh, the ultimate, uh, okay, here we go. 25 years ago, WWF presented in your house seven, uh, good friends, better enemies. This would be the last televised event for Scott Hall and Kevin Nash before leaving for WCW. The Ultimate Warrior defeated Gold Dust by Countout in a WWF IC Championship match. Vader defeated Razor Ramon. Shawn Michaels defeated Diesel in a No Holds Barred match to retain the WWF Championship. Well, some of their last matches were tough ones. Steel Cage yep. and No Holds Barred. Wow. Well,
0: and Wait then to
1: send your guy out of the company, eh? Beat the crap out of you.
0: Yeah, well, the other part is the fact that in that match, uh, I think it was Mad Dog Bashan was sitting ringside. <gasps> and, oh my god, that's one of the best matches of all time. <laughs> and that's when uh, he got his leg taken away from him because he's an amputee, and it was used as part of the finisher of uh, this match. Ah,
1: uh, that was just classic TV. That was be really kind of. That was just. Was that before the the Monday Night Wars, or was that just at the beginning?
0: Uh, oh, yeah, that would be at the beginning. The Night yeah. Wars were happening, but WCW didn't have and- the momentum mm-hmm. until Scott and Kevin left. Oh, okay. All right. and that's when uh, it was also just before the uh, Attitude Era started. Twenty-four years ago on Raw's war from
1: Nebraska, Owen Hart defeats Rocky Maivia to win the WWF IC belt. Nineteen years ago, Aloysius Martin Fez, born... Well, his name is Lou Fez. He dies of complications from triple bypass surgery in a hospital in Orlando, Florida. He was 86. I shouldn't be laughing at that. Um... Sixteen years ago, Christopher Barrett Candito, a.k.a. Chris Candido, it's spelled with a T instead of a D on the end, uh, died of pneumonia due to a blood clot from a surgery in New Brunswick, New Jersey. He was just 33. He was born March 21st, 1972 in Edison, New Jersey. Candido was a third-generation wrestler. His grandfather was Popeye Chuck Richards, who competed in the WWF. Uh, He would meet his forever uh, love, Tammy Lynn Sinch, in high school while traveling the independent circuit. He would become lifelong friends with Jonathan Ratchner, a.k.a. Balls Mahoney. In May 1995, Candido and Sinch made their WWF television debuts as Skip and Sonny the Baddannas. They would feud with Barry Horowitz, the jobber who finally won a couple's match at Candido's expense. After failing with Rad Radford as Skip's tag team partner, Tom Richard, his kayfabe cousin, would become a team and hold the tag team belts for a short time. Candido would leave the WWF following a failed sunny replacement in the cross-dressing Cloudy, a.k.a. James Haney. In late 96, he would return to ECW and feud with Bam Bam Bigelow and Lance Storm, even became tag champs with Storm in late of 97. Vito would join WCW, even winning the Cruiserweight title for a month, then was fired along with Sin- Sninch, or Sinch sorry, for a drug paraphernalia found in their locker room. He would wrestle in XPW and later in 2005, join TNA for a brief time until he broke his leg in a match with Sonny Sayaki. Just three days after the operation on his leg, Candido was rushed rushed to the hospital after he had collapsed due to a blood clot from the surgery. Candido would suffer acute pneumonia and it would claim his life. He was just 33.
0: Yeah, it's a shame uh, for somebody as talented as uh, Candido was uh, that that happened to him. Um, And just unfortunately, also everything else uh, with that, because he was uh, so into, uh, wrestling and brought his girlfriend along and, uh, Cornette made her a character, uh, Timmy Lynn bitch and everything, uh, was created out of it. I think uh, that was Francine and so it was sitch versus bitch. Uh, then she got, uh, brought in as Tamara Murphy and was doing event center stuff before They brought in uh candido uh and started doing the uh obnoxious uh workout uh duo and just may have been obviously a bad gimmick for him considering how much of a technician he uh, was but then just everything that came after that the unfortunate uh, fall into drugs the cheating uh that happened between uh Sonny and everybody uh, in the locker room uh, behind his back, and he was so obviously in love with her that he kept on taking her back or not breaking up with her. Guy deserved a whole lot better than what he ended up getting in the end. So rest in peace, uh, Chris Candido. So you're saying that Sonny was, you know,
1: he deserved more than Sonny? Well, he he deserved a lot in life. (laughs) But yes, I agree. Nine years
0: he, ago. <laughs> Sorry. Getting sunny, come on. Uh, before uh, she uh, went uh, downhill and gained weight and uh, all the drugs and everything that ruined her, uh, he was definitely one of the luckiest guys around. But then, you know, with the fact that she was hooking up with allegedly Bret Hart, but definitely hooking up with Shawn Michaels, and people saw it, and he was like, okay, and keep constantly taking her back. Dude needed more uh, self worth.
1: Wow, pretty deep, man. Nine years ago, Extreme Rising presents its debut show, Extreme Reunion, from the Pennsylvania Arena, I would imagine. Uh, this ECW type reboot would not receive well, as Sabu and Justin Credible were kicked off the show because they were hopped up on goofballs and couldn't perform. Six years ago in Illinois, Bad News Barrett defeated Neville in the final to win the 2015 King of the Ring Tournament. April 29th, our last day. 25 years ago, New Japan Pro Wrestling presented Battle Formation 96 from the Tokyo Dome, with over 65,000 in attendance to watch a showdown with the UWF, which was the inspiration of the NWO. The Great Suzuki defeated uh, Jushin Thunder Liger to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Randy Savage defeated Harry, Hi, Hiro uh, man, I I usually can say this one. Hiro Yoyoshi Tenzan uh, Mashiro Chono defeated Lex Luger. The Road Warriors and Power Warrior Kenzuki Suzuki defeated Rick Steiner, Scott Steiner, and Scott Norton. In Shinya Hashimoto defeated Nabuki, uh, yeah, Nuhuki, Buko, I don't know, Takada via submission to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Almost should pre-record those ones so I don't have such (laughs) trouble. Twenty-three years ago, the Heartland Wrestling Association presented the first Brian Pillman Memorial Show from Norwood, Ontario. This was to help uh, raise funds for the family of Pillman, WWF Steve Austin, and Sonny Hosted. Uh, on the card, we we'll see Nick Dinsmore defeat Trailer Park Trash. Reno Riggins and Steve Dunn defeated Brian Taylor and the Bounty Hunter. Al Snow defeated Chris Jericho. And a pretty good main event, Chris Benoit defeated Chris Jericho. 21 years ago, in Bakersfield, California, Sabu defeated the Messiah in a tournament final to win the vacated XPW Heavyweight Championship. Sabu would hold uh, it for a record of 392 and then was stripped of the belt for no showing. And that was 392 days. What a way to lose it. 20 years ago, WWF presented backlash. In the Sunday Night Heat pre-show, Jerry Lynn defeated Crash Holly to win the WWF Lightweight Heavyweight Championship. Rhino defeated Raven to retain the WWF Hardcore Championship. Chris Benoit defeated Kurt Angle in a 4-3 in overtime in a 30-minute Ultimate Submission match. And the two-man power tramp WWF Steve Austin and WWF Intercontinental Champion Triple H defeated the Brothers of Destruction to win the WWF Tag Team Championship. And just a quick little question. um, For the ultimate submission match, is it kind of like, it's kind of hard. Some matches don't stand up when you remember a match like in WrestleMania 12 of the Iron Man match where neither one could get a freaking pin, but here in 30 minutes, you can get seven submissions?
0: Yeah, it's, kind of seemed a little odd. uh, I remember it was a great match, but. Hmm. Pat Patterson might have been on the uh, writing team for that one.
1: Oh, could have been, yes. 19 years ago on Raw from Buffalo, Steven Richards defeated Bubba Ray Dudley to win the WWF Hardcore Championship. 14 years ago, WWE presented Backlash. Uh, Chris Benoit defeated MVP Porter to retain the WWE United States Championship. Team McMahon, uh, which was Umunga, Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon, defeated Bobby Lashley in the handicap match. Vince McMahon made the pin and he won the ECW Championship. The Undertaker fought Batista to a draw in the last man standing match for the World Heavyweight Championship. John Cena defeated Edge, Randy Orton, and Shawn Michaels in a fatal four way match to retain the WWE Championship. 13 years ago, at a SmackDown taping in Atlantic City, The Undertaker is stripped of the World Heavyweight Championship for using an illegal chokehold, according to GM Vicky Guerrero. Ten years ago, Nicholas Wilson, a.k.a. CZW's Nick Gage, is sentenced to five years in prison for second-degree robbery. He would get paroled on March 31st, 2015. But wait, there's more. Gagné would arrest again in September for parole violation. He would be released from prison in November of 2016. Ten years ago, WWE launches It's a be a start anti bullying campaign, start which stands for show tolerance and respect. Nine years ago, WWE presented extreme rules. Uh, some of the matches uh, saw CM Punk defeat Chris Jericho in a Chicago street fight to retain the WWE championship, Layla Law defeated Nikki Bella to win the WWE Divas championship. And John Zena defeated Brock Lesnar in his first match back since Mania 20, in Extreme Rules match. Six years ago in Japan, Togi Maccabee defeated Tomohiro Ishii to win the Never Openweight Championship. And finally, six years ago, Jeff Hardy breaks his leg in a dirt bike accident. YouTube this one, if you wish. Uh, yeah, YouTube this one, if you wish I did. Uh, Matt Hardy is the one behind the camera. And This Week in Wrestling, uh, of course, is compiled from the vast land of Google, Wikipedia, CagesideSeats.com, and most importantly, from fans and journalists that had front row seats to history. And here we have uh, codes coming soon for the um, uh, our sponsor.
0: Yes, uh, very shortly, uh, we are going to hear uh, our official code, uh for CoolBet uh, where you're going to be able to earn uh, extra uh, money towards uh, your account at CoolBet. And you can always uh, stay cool and bet responsibly and be a part of this Scumbags prediction league where this lovely championship belt designed and uh, put together by uh, unlimited belts could be mine could be yours if you earn enough points and we have uh the season is cut into three different parts where uh two parts are earning uh points to uh get into the finals and then there'll be a two-month final so you can always uh get in on that at any time and uh there's a fun side for free are you not in contention for this title, but then the $25 for uh, being in the pro side of things and a contender for this championship belt. All the details can be found at our website, which is scumbagswrestling.ca, and that's where you can always uh, find out what events are coming up, what uh, matches are happening during those events, so you know what uh, uh Matches you're uh, putting your uh, picks in for. And we give you up till about an hour before the pay-per-view starts. uh, So you can't uh, really rely too much on spoilers beforehand. But uh, get your uh, picks in at that time. And sit back with everybody else and uh, enjoy the show. And see if you end up uh, getting points. So that is the Scumbags Prediction League that happens at every pay-per-view for WD, NXT, AEW, and Impact Wrestling. So uh, definitely, as I said, check out scumbagswrestling.ca for more details. Um, You can also, Wednesdays at 6pm, find us for the uh, Fantasy Warfare Tournament. Uh, We break down the best of the best and find out who comes out on top, whether it's a match, whether it's a uh, pay-per-view, a title, We, uh, look at them all and it's more history like we do here. And then of course, barring any, uh, changes with guests or illnesses and work Thursday nights at 8 PM is the scumbags wrestling podcast. And we do that at eight o'clock on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. So I think that's everything, uh, we need to plug all one for another time about our t-shirts. At our store, which is at Pro backslash scumbags wrestling, and you can uh, get any of those shirts that are there and support Jordito's recovery by buying a Scumbags podcast, the raw uh, is war style, or the original logo, and of course the uh, comic book uh, celebrating Ontario Indie that supports. Steven's wrestling journey. He just recently had some surgery on his uh, throat and is uh, recovering from that uh, to help uh, his airwaves. And they're also doing research for carrier formation at Children's Hospital in Toronto. So Steven is a huge wrestling fan, so is Jordito. And these uh, kids really are overcoming a lot of obstacles that at their age of uh, nine and seven should never have to even encounter. They should still be allowed to be kids, but they are facing these obstacles. So we're doing our part by selling these shirts, not taking any profit and sending our profit uh, towards uh, their causes. So uh, reach out at our uh, Pros and Tees page or contact us by email or on Facebook and see how you can help out. I think that covers everything. Excellent. Yeah, so thank you once again, Chris, for being a part of this and we will be back next week with more history. Have a good one.
1: And I think it's a depressing week. If I
0: remember. Oh, fun. If you want a variety of wrestling news and history, look no further than the scumbags wrestling family of shows on Wednesday nights at 6 PM. Join Sean, Sean, Stephen and jonesy as we look for the best of the best and break it all down in a unique tournament format on fantasy warfare tournament then thursdays at noon take a look back at the rich history of our great sport with this week in history we live title changes births deaths and some of the best events of all time finally join us for the latest in wrestling news show results and predictions thursday nights at 8 p.m for the scumbags wrestling podcast This comebacks of wrestling can be found on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube,